Hello, everyone. Welcome to Horizon Weekly Insider number 145. Today is Monday, July 25th, and we are live on Discord and YouTube. Thank you for joining us, and please be aware that this call is being recorded and will be available for you to check out later on the Horizon podcast. Also, please remember to ask your questions for the team on Mentee via the link in chat. So let's kick off today with our first updates from the engineering department. Welcome, Alberto. Hello, everybody. Thank you. As usual, let's start with Zendu. So last week, we were able to complete and merge a total of eight different pull requests and uh, after having uh, finalized all the related code reviews. And in particular, the various uh, pull requests introduced many different things. For example, the mandatory changes uh, to the fork manager for the upcoming fork, introducing the new kind of non-seizable sidechains. Uh, the inclusion of both a fix and the performance improvement in the management of the in his initial block load flag, and the inclusion of uh, both a fix and the performance improvement for mining threads uh, during the shutdown of the day. I mean, this is just a few examples about uh, what we have been working on. Zendu. So, great progress there. On another note, in, in relation to the specific topic of the non-seizable sidechains, last week we started working on the changes and the tests for the transaction index and the address index. And also here, everything is proceeding uh, uh, smooth and according to the plan. Uh, last element on Zindu, uh, speaking about this new kind of sidechain, uh, we are also working on the new Zen IP document that describes uh, them. And last week, we applied some improvements to it uh, as a result of the first reviews that were conducted. And obviously, uh, we are going to make it public soon. Uh, so, we will keep you posted also about this. Okay, now moving on with the, uh, the SDK. Uh, we moved on with the developments uh, related to the next version of Blaze uh, that is named uh, 050. And among these, uh, uh, last week uh, we have been working on uh, the wallet rescan logic where the development is in progress. And soon we will be able to start the testing phase. And a couple of fixes where the design was completed and the development was started related to the in-memory peers database map and also the request tracking mechanism. So here everything is proceeding uh, and we are planning to uh, release the next version of Blaze in September. On the other hand, uh, for what regards the EVM sidechain, last week we achieved uh, I mean, several different tasks. And among the various things, we completed, for example, the high-level design of the gas fee management. And that's another important piece. Uh, we completed the main chain block reference data processing. So, I mean, here, when we process a block, we include the main chain block reference. We need, uh, for example, process forward transfer, all these kind of things. And we finalized the development uh, for the forger uh, routes handling, so how we can, let me say, specify, calculate and specify the, the, the new route of the state, uh, I mean, when the forger uh, creates uh, a block. And the code, I mean, regarding this is now uh, under review. Uh, let me see, always related to the EVM, we completed the EVM log creation utility. And we completed the backward transfer and forger stakes uh, smart contract data management. So 
With these last tasks, we are approaching the completion of the EVM sidechain milestone one, wh wh whose target was the, the end of July. So we are currently absolutely in line to uh, the estimates. Okay, uh, last but not least, on the proving system side, last week as part of our ZK EVM implementation strategy, we went on with the analysis on the Plonkish arithmetization and, and there. And on these topics, we are also planning to follow up with internal meetings for presentation and share uh, of, of the information. And finally, uh, always related to, to the proving system side, well, we have also been analyzing the the proof carrying data scheme uh, for recursive proof construction. So, these are the main points for this week. Back to you. Thank you. Thank you, Alberto. And now let's welcome Victor for product and engineering updates. Hi. Thank you. Uh, for today, just uh, uh, some updates uh, um, from, uh, let's say, higher perspective. Um, with the EVM sidechain, we are moving forward with the development and we are about to release it internally to our uh, internal customers, that is the smart contracts team. And uh, this will happen in a matter of days since uh, our uh, infrastructure guys are working hard on uh, releasing uh, uh, um, let's say a local, a shared environment to let them test straight from uh, MetaMask. Uh, the product team has also defined uh, a list of dApps that uh, we would like to launch in uh, mainnet uh, since day one of the EVM in mainnet, of course. And um, Infra is uh, working also on uh, dockerizing uh, the node software in order to have it. Uh, uh, let's see, available for uh, uh, all other use cases we have uh, uh, in, um, let's say, for the for DVM sidechain as well. So that uh, we will uh, start sharing this node for the development of uh, the uh, of the explorer uh, and uh, also for uh, the deployment in testnet that uh, will start for internal testing uh, next week. Uh, that's all from me. Uh, I leave the word to Angie. Bye. Thank you, Victor, and hi, everybody. So a lot of updates regarding Token Mint. Um, so on the Token Mint chain side, we uh, implemented the NFT sell orders and the pull requests are ready for review, which is very exciting. Also, we added a tag for uh, Token Mint chain 1.3.0. So we will start planning for a depth testnet release in the upcoming weeks. We're also making improvements to the backend of Token Mint by adding CI CD pipelines to all of our repositories. Last week, we completed the work on our Sidechain Space Explorer and Sidechain.js repositories. So uh, a lot of other uh, repositories are also going to be uh, worked in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, and this would be uh, related to the Block Explorer, the generator, uh, Block Explorer front and back end, and the node itself as well. Um, on the development side, we added methods to display the NFTs in Cobalt, and also we added a fix to prevent fee manipulation. We also completed the development to support send transfers between Cobalt wallets and other improvements such as sending multiple transactions in the same block, so we will have rounds of testing this week for these different features and improvements recently added. And uh, so, yeah, that's basically it. Stay tuned for the next version release of the Token Mint platform. Thank you and back to you, Erika.
Very exciting. Uh, now let's welcome Lucy for marketing updates. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Um, so last week, our community manager Andrew was a guest at a uh, a crypto YouTube show called Wild West Crypto. Uh, he talked about token mint and our upcoming releases, including um nft support on tokens and uh, evm sidechain and and you know just uh, what horizon is all about what i love about this interview was that uh, um andrew was able to uh, re represent the horizon community and speak from a community perspective and he is the perfect person to do that being the person who interacts with our community closely on a, on a daily basis uh so if you haven't seen the interview i strongly recommend it and uh, thank you andrew for doing the interview additionally uh, just a reminder um currently we have uh, uh, active tasks on hde one of them is for creating a new token on token mint mainnet token mint mainnet requires a fee of 10 zen to register a new token and one zen to mint one so uh, this H uh, hde task offers fee reimbursement plus an extra Zen reward for you to launch a token on TokenMint. So this is a good opportunity for you to launch your own real token for free and to get some extra Zen. So, uh, but the number of submission is limited. Um, you know, if you're interested, I uh, you should uh, act fast. That's it from me. Back to you, Erica. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, so next, let's welcome I'm Dean for our leadership updates and Q&A session, and I would like to remind everybody to submit their votes for the questions that they like most on Minty. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Um, so as usual, I'm, I'm stepping in for uh, Rob when, when he's uh, unable to attend. And uh, in this case, there's very good reason. Rob's been traveling almost nonstop since the start of this year. Um, I think he's been to New York twice, Milan twice, uh, Miami, Austin. I don't know. So a lot of travel, uh, all work-related. Um, and so I think he's either en route back home or coordinating his uh, departure from Milan. Um, anyway, pleasure to be here. Uh, so a couple things to talk about. Um, first, uh, I think just taking a step back, we've heard a lot of updates about token mints and uh, the progress that's happening there. I would just remind everyone why this is such a big deal. Uh, so yes, token mint is an exciting product that we believe has um, use cases and demand in the marketplace. But even more important from the perspective of the Horizon ecosystem is Token Mint is our first sidechain. And so this is a really big deal. We've been working hard uh, to make this a reality for many years. And so to, you know, they say the first sidechain is the hardest. Um, and so I think that's definitely been proven true. Um, and our goal now is to have sidechains two, three, four, five, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we'll start to get into um, a sequencing where you're just going to start to see many sidechains going live. Uh, and, you know, Rob's initial vision for Horizon being the ZK enabled network of blockchains coming to fruition. So, 
Uh, really excited about that. I know Rob is also excited about that, as is the whole team. The other thing that um, didn't hear us talk a lot about today, but I know it's uh, really been uh, something that we've been working hard in the background on, and that's uh, ZenCon. Uh, so super excited about that. Really uh, a great opportunity to uh, meet the entire team for people who haven't seen each other in a long time to come together. And just a great opportunity to learn more about the ecosystem. So looking forward uh, to seeing everybody there if, if you can attend. Um, and with that, I guess I, I end it there uh, and, and open it up to questions. Okay. Uh, so I think the top question might actually be best for Alberto. Uh, the question is, why is account-based Zendu SDK better than UTXO-based SDK? Okay, first, uh, I mean, it's not, I would say, in from all perspective, better. Uh, there are two different approaches. And uh, let's discuss, I mean, uh, initially the um, uh, SDK was only UTXO-based. And uh, we decided to, uh, let me say, extend it to an account-based model, but also introducing, uh, uh, let me say, uh, the compatibility with the Ethereum tools. So let's say you want to implement your sidechain and you want to uh, use uh, Ethereum compatible tools in such a way and with such uh, version of the SDK, you will be able to use the, the most mostly used uh, tools out there. And so, uh, and this also has impacts on how you uh, implement your logic as well. So from outside, Let's say uh, your logic, your sidechain logic, uh, um, is seen as a smart contract, can be invoked as a smart contract, but within the SDK can be implemented with, the, let me say, custom logic that is not processed by the AVM. And so this opens up many other uh, possibilities and also, uh, let me say, more efficient implementation in for some specific use cases. Or, uh, let's say, the implementation of the custom logic can be the EVM uh, as well. So, um, I mean, you can uh, delegate the uh, execution of all the smart contract invocations uh, to the EVM implementation. And this is the EVM sidechain. So, uh, we took the chance while we were implementing the EVM sidechain to also introduce this possibility for any kind of application that you want to build on top of the version, the account-based version of the uh, sidechain SDK. That is more than account-based, is, let's say, also, uh, let me say, introduce the compatibility with the uh, Ethereum tools, also because we are using the crypto primitives uh, of, of that are compatible with Ethereum. Okay. Uh, very exciting. Good to know. Thank you so much, Alberto. Um, so this next question is kind of a follow-up to everything Alberto's told us today. Um, can you tell us in simple terms why we should be excited about Alberto's updates this week? <laughs> so should I say why you should be excited about my updates? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, uh, first, let's speak about the um, 
the the, the milestone. No, the, we have uh, we are currently approaching our first milestone for the EVM sidechain. So this is a, this is a huge uh, milestone because really provides. Uh, um, the possibility for a user to interact with the sidechain and that uh, is fully uh, compatible uh, with uh, uh, Solidity and provides the possibility to uh, deploy smart contracts uh, and let me say all the things that um, is, uh, um, uh, is implemented in Solidity that, that's compatible with Ethereum. So uh, this is a, a huge milestone for us, and uh, I also, I mean, I have to say that we accomplished that in a, in a very short time frame. So in the matter, uh, in more or less in in uh, three months, we were able to, uh, I mean, starting from the design and uh, ending up with implementation of uh, a fully integrated uh, Ethereum virtual machine in a, in a sidechain. Uh, with the SDK that I was describing before. So, I mean, this to me seems the most, uh, one of the most uh, exciting uh, updates for today. But I mean, uh, also uh, the others maybe uh, that are, let me say, less, um, I mean, shiny from from, uh, from that perspective, but are also important because are pieces that are, uh, let me say, very uh, important for other parts. So let's say, for example, the fact that we are moving on with these uh, non-seizable uh, sidechains. I mean, once we open the possibility to uh, have uh, semi-decentralized sidechains that allows, for example, in the future to have higher transaction throughput on the sidechain side, uh, we uh, then decided to remove, or better, to remove, to have to provide the possibility to cast to declare sidechains without the seizing functionality that was designed specifically for fully decentralized sidechains. So this is another uh, important addition because, uh, let me see, um, removes this functionality for the sidechains that non don't need it. And so that's another important uh, piece. But I mean, all the other stuff uh, as well is very important, like uh, the uh, ZK uh, VM work that we are doing right now. That uh, let me say, uh, it's for sure uh, something that will uh, um, introduce many more possibilities uh, on the on the sidechain side, and uh, will provide uh, a fully decentralized way for scalability. Amazing. And so sorry for uh, making you defend your amazing updates this week. I think people are just uh, still getting to know what the platform's all about, especially since we've really been expanding our community lately. Um, and for those of you who can't see the chat right now, uh, people have been saying that uh, we're increasing the building blocks available on Horizon and it's the expansion of our platform, both of which are fantastically amazing. And of course, uh, because why do it when you can Zen do it? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I believe this is a third question in a row for Alberto. The question is, what is a ZK EVM? I mean, really hard to summarize it uh, in a few words, but okay, uh, I will try um, to, to, to say it. And I mean, first, uh, I will start uh, from why it's important. Okay, uh, 
and it's about also Zendu and uh, it's about uh, uh, the scalability and, and, and security, let's put it that way. So uh, it's important uh, to have a fully provable uh, sidechain for us because this provides, uh, provides a, a fully, uh, the, the possibility to have a fully decentralized sidechain, but that's also fully secure. So all all what is happening on the sidechain side is cryptographically proven, okay? And um, with Latus, uh, we had a way for creating, uh, uh, with that kind of design, had a way for creating fully provable sidechains, okay, but, and, and customizable. But the, the logic uh, should have been enforced uh, writing uh, specific circuits. So the, the developer had to write also the circuit, also um, in addition to uh, uh, his custom logic. With the KVM, uh, I mean, it's very appealing for us because it provides a way for uh, having, for a developer writing out, uh, using a high-level language, for example, uh, writing his own custom logic. And the ZK EVM will uh, be able to prove to prove the correct execution so you, uh, of, of this logic. And so with a, a ZK EVM, you are able, for example, to deploy a new smart contract and invoke smart contracts and generate a proof of the, that proves the state transition uh, that led this, this smart contract invocation. So, uh, in such a way, you're able, for example, to uh, have a proof uh, of the correct execution of, of a block full of uh, smart contracts invocations, or transactions, sorry, full of transactions that were invoking smart contracts, and you can end up with a, a proof that let me say, uh, succinctly prove that uh, all these invocations led to a certain results. And so, when you're receiving, for example, a block, you can, instead of rerunning all the smart contract ex executions to be able to calculate the new state, you, are, you can uh, just, uh, let me say, uh, verify the proof, and, uh, and also... Uh, and, and just by verifying the proof, you're able uh, to validate if the result uh, is correct. So without rerunning all the smart contract execution. As you can see, this is an amazing, uh, let me say, improvement because it uh, uh, provides you the possibility uh, to verify a block in a, in a, in a very short time frame. And, and to deliver also the block in a, in, a, in a much faster way. So you don't have to rerun all the execution. So as you can, as you can see, uh, these uh, open up uh, on, on our sidechain ecosystem uh, also the possibility to, uh, for the developer to write their logic with using a high-level language and, uh, um, and to be, let me say, proven out of the box without having the developer uh, think about writing circuits or other things like that. So this is why it's so important for us. And this is uh, why we are focusing and we are going to focus even more 
on these because this will provide, uh, let me say, a very scalable and uh, uh, decentralized way for writing applications. Amazing. Thank you so much, Alberto. And I think we actually have a couple minutes left for one more question. It seems like it's going to be a short one. Uh, the question is, when punks airdrop? Uh, Dean, are you able to, to answer that one? Actually, I think Lucy would be uh, better <laughs> suited. I know that they're uh, working through some of the legal details. Um, so I'm not sure where the current state is. Lucy, are you? Yeah. Can you give more color? I um I I would tell you more if uh, Dean was not listening, but he is. So I can only say that um, Punk's airdrops are definitely coming, and if you have uh, tease any, test any, you will definitely get initial airdrops. Um, we will share more information as soon as we are allowed. Right now, as Dean said, we are going through some um. um uh, work, legal work that, you know, um, still, um, that's why we, we're still waiting on, uh, uh, on the work to be done. So, um, just be patient. Uh, they're definitely coming. Thank you. Amazing. Well, thank you everybody so much for attending this weekly insider. Uh, we will be seeing you again next Monday for the latest horizon updates. We hope you all have an excellent week, everybody have a great day.